When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, once again, the rich and the famous get away with it. Britney Spears will not be charged following the battery investigation with her confrontation with her housekeeper. Remember last month when she slapped the cell phone out of her housekeeper's hands? Now, there was no injury to the housekeeper or (laughs) significant damage to the phone, but that's not the point. The housekeeper came home with her dog and was telling her what the veterinarian wanted Brittany to do with the dog. And Brittany slapped the cell phone out of her hand And the phone could have been damaged and the hand could have been hurt. And that's why she was charged. Well, she wasn't charged. That's why she was accused of battery from this housekeeper. (laughs) And now (laughs) the district attorney said, yeah, um, no, this was just uh, sensational tabloid fodder. And uh, we're not going to go ahead and file any of these charges. So have a nice day. I would guess, and this is just a thought, I don't know this, but I would guess that this particular housekeeper isn't working for Brittany anymore. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So yesterday I kind of uh, wondered what, was going on with Alan West and his wife and his case against Dallas County and the city of Dallas. And it was the 1st of September. Today is the 2nd uh, of September for those of you listening live. And I wondered what was going on with the case. How come we hadn't heard anything? Well, we do know now that the toxicology report showed no illicit substances in her system when her blood was drawn. Huh, that's strange because on the 20th, she was arrested with that suspicion of driving while intoxicated with a child in the car. (laughs) Now, we talked about when they released some of the video, they haven't released it all yet, but what they did release showed that she should have been pulled over and possibly ticketed for distracted driving, whatever, whatever kind of ticket you want to give her because it shows her swerving into the side lane, which isn't really a lane. It's the shoulder of the road and then coming back into the highway and, you know, absolutely should she have been pulled over, but she should not have been arrested and she should not have most definitely been charged with this, uh, intoxication, with a child in the car and they went through the, they showed the entire, 
uh, DUI team going through and she blew into the breathalyzer and she blew into it wrong. So they took her back and they wanted to get her blood. And then she, she agreed to it and said no. So then they went and got a warrant and they took her blood and here you go. Now it is, uh, it is no, sorry. Yeah, no, nothing there. Sorry. Now, the police chief is defending the officer's decision, saying, we're not trying this DWI investigation in the media. Yeah, well, you kind of are now. <laughs> I know that you said Mrs. West is entitled to due process, just like any other resident in this country. Yeah, that's correct, Chief Garcia. But uh, really not the case here, right? I mean, Alan West has thrown up the the gauntlet against you and you, maybe you need to fight back but it's a little bit hard to do that now since there was nothing there now alan has uh said hey i stand by my assertion that a full apology to my wife angela is warranted as well the full unedited body cam video should be released by the dallas police department Chief Garcia to the press and the public, my wife's honor and reputation should have never been assailed. Well, I mean, and originally he said he wanted them to come to his home and bend the knee and apologize. I will be fascinated if the chief and the mayor show up (laughs) and bend the knee to Ellen West. It might happen. It might happen. He might get that public apology and it would be awesome to see, but I doubt that's going to happen. So now, I mean, and, and they probably, they probably need to do it to put it to rest because it now Alan can just go on and say, this is, you know, it was ridiculous. There's no charges. They've already, there was nothing in her blood. It shouldn't have happened. And now you won't even apologize for it. Okay. I mean, the police spokesmen have said that oh yes this arrest was justified by this team not really uh i watched the video i don't think it was justified and i already said yes she should have been pulled over yes she should have been ticketed but the whole story of smelling alcohol in the mcdonald's cup in the car but then we didn't keep the cup and it was just come on now uh, it almost makes uh, the original assessment from Alan West saying that this was the DWI team or the DUI team or whatever their special little title is. And it almost uh, makes it seem like, yeah, when they pull someone over, you're going to get arrested for DUI because that's what they need to do to continue getting the government money for their team. But what do I know? I do know I like Legos. And my wife now isn't really been a fan of Legos, so we have a few of the characters around, you know, different uh, different characters from shows that are Legos. But uh, when my first son, my oldest son, was a little kid, he loved Legos. And we had Legos on top of Legos on top of Legos. And you get them for presents, and you get a little box 
Lego set and a bigger box Lego set. And pretty soon you've got eight billion Legos around. And so you follow the directions and you keep the directions in a separate place. And then you can keep those same like pieces in little containers so that if you wanted to build something separate other than the actual Lego piece, you could use those pieces and you have those certain type of pieces and you could build your own castles and whatever you wanted to do with the pieces. Now there are, and the the cases get bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's a story of a guy who bought this Star Wars Lego set. And it is the uh, Moss Isley Cantina. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not a, you're going to, all you Star Wars fans are going to, you can't even, you don't even know the name of the cantina. I don't, Rick, I don't know if it's Moss Isley or Esley. Okay, so sorry. M-O-S-E-I-S-L-E-Y Cantina. All right. And it's a Lego set for over 3,000 pieces, and it costs about 350 bucks, which is, uh, you know, pretty penny for a Lego set. And the book of instructions is 400 pages long, okay? I mean, you gotta, you got to put in some time to put this set together. And so this guy, the story, talks about this man who bought it for his kids, and he saw it at a Target, and he was all happy because they're tough to find. And so... I mean, I went online and I could order one, you know, today and probably be at my house tomorrow. But apparently they're tough to find. And so uh, he, when he saw it at Target, he bought it. It was like 350 bucks, And he took it home and he started putting it together. Okay. And then he realized, I'm missing some pieces. <laughs> that would be very upsetting to say the least. So apparently he was missing bag 14 and this made him unhappy. So he could go back to target and maybe exchange it. If they had another one, it would be, you know, they've already started putting it together, whatever. So he gets a hold of Lego customer service and he emails them and they email him back and they say, hey, thanks for getting in touch with us and providing that information. I am so sorry that you are missing bag 14 from your Moss Esley Cantina. This must be the work of Lord Vader. What a great response from Lego. No question. Now, you know, they could have said, hey, prove it. Show us your receipt. Uh, make sure your kid didn't throw it away. But they didn't. They took the customer's word for it. The letter goes on, Fear not, for I have hired Han to get that bag right out to you. Your order number is and will be arriving in the next 7 to 10 days or less the 12 parsecs. Have a bricktastic day and may the force be with you. Now, a couple things with that. Um, and they all, and then they, they want you to fill out their survey too, at the end of the letter. Hey, we want to make sure we're doing a good job for you. So you'll always find a link to a four question survey in our emails. Please tell us how we did today. Okay. Thank you. Um, kind of a cool answer from the Lego customer service. I don't know if that's a standard reply for star Wars complaints. Um, I, and I would also like to say you know, this, we're supposed to take this as what a great thing it was so cute of Lego and it's nice. And they handled it. It was wonderful. And they did handle it. And it's got, I mean, the customer's always right. That's <laughs> uh, a cute little history thought, but, uh, I would say this seven to 10 days. I can order the entire thing and get it delivered to my home tomorrow from Amazon. You can't just overnight me bag 14. <laughs> Come on now. 
walk down the hall, put bag 14 in an envelope, a padded one, preferably, please, and get that thing overnighted to me. I want that. I want to be able to wake up tomorrow morning and hear bag 14 here. Here you go. Thank you. This is a Lego delivery service, but you know, it was a cute little response from the Lego customer service department and they got there, they made their customer happy. He's happy. He's got bag 14 so he can continue making his Lego set and all is right with the world. I see where San Francisco is trying to make all right with the world. They are going to roll out a program. It's a pilot program, of course. I mean, we're going to see how it goes. But they want to pay high-risk individuals to not shoot anyone as gun crimes tick up in the city. Wait, you want to do what? Yeah, we want to pay high-risk individuals to not shoot anyone. Huh. So how's that going to work? Well, what we're going to do is we're going to pick 10 individuals who are at high risk of being on either end of a shooting. So if you think you're going to get shot or you're going to shoot someone, they're going to give you $300 a month to not be involved in such a crime. Wow, that that sounds great. I'm sure the people at the Dream Keeper Fellowship thought this would be a great idea because 300 bucks a month, <laughs> man, that will make me not want to shoot anyone. That's for sure. So they rolled out this uh, Dream Keeper initiative, which uh, is going to try to pay these people to not commit these crimes. Now, so I guess the participants are going to be paired with life coaches. (laughs) Come on now. From the city's street violence intervention program and will serve as community ambassadors. Participants are also eligible to receive an additional 200 a month through such ways as working, going to school, or being a mediator in potentially violent situations. You know what? I'll, I'll take the 300 and I also will take the other 200 if, because once in a while I'll step in and go, Hey, please don't do that. I tried to mediate the situation and it didn't work, but I'm, you know, I tried, I tried. So payments are going to be in the form of gift cards. Oh, that's great. That's great. And of course they're going to be monitored. You know, I'm sure. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I know this happened in Richmond, California, which I believe, uh, has not gone great. I could be wrong. Uh, but they have said that it has reduced homicides in the city by 55%. Okay. Now that sounds like, wow, well, maybe it was worth it, right? Well, uh, some people that actually looked at the numbers said that, um, 44% of the participants were arrested on new charges and uh, a third of the participants dropped out or were arrested in the first six months. So if you get rid of all of that, homicides have dropped 55%, and it's because of the program. Oh, okay, great. And remember, California has already started. We talked about it here. California is already uh, getting ready to start their uh, payment plan or their 
boosting plan or their friendly to drug users plans as they plan to pay drug addicts to stay sober. (laughs) No, don't get high. What are you doing? Are you out of your mind? Stay sober. Here's a gift card. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll go over great. You can guarantee it. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. (sighs) So good. Did you see where the big headline is? Kanye West cheated on Kim Kardashian. I mean, there's a surprise, right? Uh, in the, the headline is after she welcomed their first two kids. Well, yeah. Um, was it supposed to be before they had the kids? Everything was, I mean, you, yeah, I think you would find, I think you would find, and this is just, this isn't a, this isn't a study. This isn't, I haven't done any scientific research on this. This is just a chewing the fat. Uh, what should I call it? A chewing the fat belief not necessarily a fat fact but a chewing the fat belief that that's when you cheat uh if you're a male and you're cheating on your wife it's gonna be after the baby is born uh that's when you cheat because the wife is home and the baby's there the world is revolving around the baby at the time most of the time at that uh, during that point in a relationship the wives are like ooh yeah no uh, we don't need any any business going on which doesn't I and mean, that's not always true i know there's exceptions to every rule but even if there's you know post baby business going on it's not the same cuz the baby and the thing and the thing so that's when you cheat you know, someone uh, someone that you know uh, happens along the the runway and you're like oh hey let's uh hi how you doing kanye is my name oh i know who you are so apparently that's what the new song is about off of donda uh hurricane i believe is the song and he breaks down the uh the breakdown of the marriage and uh he uh, talks about uh, cheating in the song and so apparently the infidelity though wasn't the reason for the divorce i'm sure it you know was one, uh, a reason but it wasn't the main reason apparently uh a lot of alcohol uh and uh the whole running for president and uh, twitter tirades and uh apparently the alcohol was a real issue with uh with the couple so anyway we'll see i know it comes as a huge surprise kanye west cheated on kim kardashian ha i mean who would have thunk it and no official word if his uh, name change is uh legal i mean he goes by yay uh y-e been going by that for quite some time and he petitioned the los angeles superior court to legally change his name remember we talked about that but uh there hasn't been any news on whether the court has okayed it so you know is it is he is he still gonna go by yay sure but is it legal well we don't know yet and uh, pierce morgan did you see he's saying hey do i get my job back apparently an investigation over his comments that ended his run on good morning britain uh he's been cleared of all charges wait 
What? Yeah, that's right. So he said, uh, I'm delighted that the Office of Communications has endorsed my right to disbelieve the Duke and Duchess of Sussex incendiary claims to Oprah Winfrey, many which have proven to be untrue. <laughs> this is a resounding victory for free speech and a resounding defeat for Princess Pinocchio's. Do I get my job back? <laughs> uh, they should. They should absolutely give him his job back. Remember, uh, he tweeted in his second post that the office found the network had violated a breach of its harm or offense rules after receiving more than 50,000 complaints about the show that focused on comments made by the Duke and Duchess in the tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey that dealt with suicide and racism. Ugh, agonizing. That interview was agonizing. And it's proven to be agonizing. So the conclusion is that the interview between the Duke and Duchess of Sussex and Oprah Winfrey contained serious allegations, and it was legitimate for this program to discuss and scrutinize those claims, including their veracity. <laughs> uh, Ofcom is clear that consistent with freedom of expression, Mr. Morgan was entitled to say he disbelieved the Duke and Duchess of Sussex allegations and to hold on express strong views uh, to hold and express strong views that rigorously challenged their account. Uh, thank you. Uh, does he get his job back though? No. And speaking of Oprah, I see where Rose McGowan has called out Oprah. And uh, Rose has called Oprah fake as they come. <laughs> Rose believes Oprah Winfrey faked her support of the hashtag MeToo movement. I'm glad more are seeing the ugly truth of Oprah. Uh, yeah, she tweeted on Sunday. Uh, she at Oprah in the tweet. Uh, she said she tweeted it with a with an old photo of the talk show host smiling alongside convicted rapist Harvey Weinstein. I wish she were real, but she isn't. From being pals with Weinstein to abandoning and destroying Russell Simmons victims, she's about supporting a sick power structure for personal gain, and she is as fake as they come. Hashtag lizard. <laughs> and what she's talking about is, uh, you know, Russell Simmons has been uh, accused of all these uh, sexual misconduct cases. And um, Oprah was going to be the executive producer on a project that was going to be on Apple TV Plus. And it was going to be about it's Russell Simmons. Well, she said uh, that she, you know what, I've decided I'm no longer going to be the executive producer of the untitled Kirby Dick and Amy Zeering documentary, and it will not air on Apple TV+. Plus. Wow, so that's interesting, because, uh, I mean, if they were to put something together, is Apple TV now they can't do it? Because Oprah said so? I mean, is she running Apple TV Plus now? I, I guess. I wouldn't surprise me, but, uh, you know, her saying that and it will not air on Apple TV plus. Oh, okay. 
no problem. And uh, she also went on to say, though, that I want it to be known, this is Oprah, that I unequivocally believe and support the women. Their stories deserve to be told and heard. In my opinion, there is more work to be done on the film to illuminate the full scope of what the victims endured, and it has become clear that the filmmakers and I are not aligned in that creative vision. Oh, okay. So all we know is for sure is that Oprah said, yeah, no, I'm not going to be the executive producer and it will not air on Apple TV plus that does not make Rose happy. It did not make Rose happy. And that's what she believes. Oprah Winfrey faked her support of the me too. And is as fake as they come. According to Rose, I wish she were real, but she isn't hashtag. Lizard. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So Hollywood is backing off once again. They're saying, ooh, hey, yeah, no, we're releasing all these movies to the theaters. But uh, the whole COVID infection, Delta variant, people not going to the theaters, possible new lockdowns happening. Maybe we need to pause some of these movie releases to the theaters. Can we just get over the fact that theaters are done? Please. Why is that so hard to get your mind around? It's over. You're grabbing on to the past. Move on. Whether we have the Delta variant or the Mu variant or the variant variant, COVID and this type of thing is with us now. And we can still keep the theaters. I know you made your deal with them. We've talked about it quite a bit on this show. And we want to keep the theaters open. I got it. But to consider making such a big deal in theaters only so uh i'm not going uh most people i know that theaters you know think they're going to come back they're not okay those days are over so stay open and make your movies go there too but make sure you work in the streaming and look if you want to make uh, an impression and figure out how to do it right, call me. All right? You know what? Email me. Chewingthefatattheblaze.com and I'll get back to you. Or you can uh, maybe leave a message on the fat line. 
which is uh, 214-735-9356. You can leave a message there on the fat line. You can email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can message me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can message me on Instagram or Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. And we'll talk and we'll figure it out. And I'll give you some of the ideas that I have here on Chewing the Fat that will you know, help you come around a little bit and realize some of the deals you can make that will still let the movie theaters stay alive. They won't be won't be like the old days, but they'll be alive. And then we'll bring it to the streaming so that people are watching it in their homes. Okay? <laughs> okay, then. That's good. Stop freaking out. Stop trying to make it such a big deal. Hollywood blinked. They won't release. They're going to pause the movies because the surge of the Delta variant. And now some people are saying the Delta variant has already reached its peak. Why are they saying they're not going to release these movies? Because people aren't going to go. Okay? The numbers aren't there. And when I, I saw, we talked about it, I think, I forget what movie it was. I saw they're making such a big deal about in theaters only. And, I mean, that's, okay, good for you. Have fun. Let me know when I can watch it in my home. Okay? That'd be a, be a good thing for you to do. All right? You know, and you know, I do the Talking Walking Dead and, uh, you know, it's the final season, season 11, and they're still talking about the films, which I I haven't pre- come out and all out predicted that those movies aren't going to happen, but I'm questioning. Uh, I am questioning. <laughs> I am questioning whether the Walking Dead movies will ever happen because the pandemic kicked the crap out of Walking Dead. And the numbers reflect that people aren't necessarily watching on cable, but their streaming numbers are up, so they're happy and everybody's still making a whole bunch of money. No question. But I don't know that the movies are still going to happen. I don't know if they've worked Rick back in it. He was the big, you know, Rick Grimes is the guy. He's always been the guy, especially to fans of the dead since the beginning. But to new fans, nobody knows who Rick is. So they've got to work them back into this final season. They've got to work them into fear. They've got to work them into world beyond something so that we get an idea of why we like this guy. Uh, right now it's Negan. And so anyway, uh, beside itself. But then I see a story talking about, uh, how much, you know, blood is used on walking dead. And I thought, I don't know that I, I can't remember if I knew how much blood now, according to a lot of the reports, they use about 20 or 30 gallons of blood each episode. I probably would have said more. Uh, asked uh, if, if you put me in a corner and put a gun, if you put a gun to my head, I would have said, uh, you know, 50 to 100 gallons of blood a show. But uh, they, according to this, they average 20 to 30 gallons of blood per show. I, you know, because they have different, uh, different types of blood, you know, for different walkers, some are darker, more rotting. Uh, if you're still alive and get killed, that blood is a lighter shade. Plus the walkers are, you know, thicker and nasty, especially the ones that have been sitting. (laughs) And so it's, uh, you know, it's a different, you've got to, it pays, you know, it's a lot of work to create walker blood. Okay. And I don't know exactly, I mean, they've got to have the mix just right, right? So you've got to have, they claim here that some special effects artists 
uh, use uh, corn syrup and cocoa powder, coffee whitener, boiled water, red coloring, and yellow and blue food coloring. <laughs> and you add in different colors to make it deeper and uh, thicker. And it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it, it's a science, okay? It's a science. And you want to keep that fake blood non-toxic. Because if it ends up, you know, in someone's mouth, then, you know, you can't have that. You've got to have that mixture just right, okay? <laughs> it's not just black blood. It can't be just chocolate syrup. It's got to be chocolate syrup with a lighter mix, okay? And they made a big deal in one story that I read. They talked about how uh, the characters uh, go home and they don't shower because the characters have to have that gritty look. Well, yeah, that's what they're getting paid for. Hello. Uh, they Many of these characters look nicer than they actually would. And we get that. It's okay because we know that the show isn't real. But we try to make it as real as possible. But we still want a little Hollywood involved. I mean, we don't want everyone with yellow teeth and nasty grittiness like it would be in real life. We want to actually, you know, get away from real life for just a little, right? Because... If it was actually the walking dead world, ooh, that would not be pretty. Not be pretty at all. You know, I see where uh, they had the the guy videotaped. <laughs> was it a videotape or just video? He was videoed uh, floating in floodwaters in New York. He's got a little flotation device, and he's got uh, some kind of bong, some kind of hookah that he's smoking, and he's floating between buildings in NYC. I mean, that's New York, right? The guy is out there, and he's just, I don't know if it's just tobacco or other types of tobacco that he's smoking in his hookah as he's floating down NYC floodwaters. But you don't necessarily want to get in that water. That water is nasty. And you don't know what, I mean, holy cow, you do not know what is in that water or what's coming on your skin and getting in you. No, no, thank you. No. Uh, I know some of the comments of on the video <laughs> were, uh, this is how you become a mutant. Yeah, no kidding. One person said, I got hepatitis just watching this. And, uh, my One of my favorite lines was, Welp, here comes COVID-21. Yeah, you, uh, while that's funny, and it's a cute little thing that you're on your little flotation device in the floodwaters between buildings getting buzzed in NYC, uh, no, no thank you. Okay, before we get into some headlines and uh, you know cover a few things that are of actual importance, well, they're all important if they're on this show, by the way. Uh, just as a side note, but uh, Megan Fox, the uh, you know movie star, the Hollywood star, she just settled a case for her home. She had sued the previous owner for the house was moldy and had all kinds of leaks and she spent i think like 3.3 million on the joint and uh, it got into the news because she purchased it and the person she purchased it from was uh brad pitt's manager i guess 
So, you know, gets you'll be able to use Brad Pitt's name in the story along with Megan Fox, so it's a big story. But uh, it said it had serious problems, and it, it molds and leaks and required at least 500000 in remedial work. So she sued the Brad Pitt's manager for $5 million <laughs> because she had chronic migraines and constant stress. And uh, so why did she even move into the house? Well, because she wanted to live in Malibu and it was the only house in her price range. And she wanted to have her kids go to a new school and she gave birth to her new child uh, at the house after the purchase. And she just didn't realize the gravity of the situation because the judge pointed out in the case, yeah, you know, you, uh, your real estate lawyer and, uh, your real estate person told you that, uh, the property is kind of nightmarish and, uh, really ill-advised and uh, risky purchase. And she said, yeah, I didn't read a lot of those emails and inspection reports. <laughs> yeah, I didn't read all that stuff. I pay people to advise me on that and what I should or shouldn't do. And I just, I didn't read all that stuff. And I was pregnant and I didn't listen to those people. And then we moved in and the place was a dump. And I had to spend all this money to fix it up. And I'm just suing for $5 million, And I want some money to help me pay for the fix-up. We even talked about me having to go back to work after having a baby because I needed some extra money. <laughs> so Brad Pitt's manager said, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I'll give you 100000 And uh, you know, let's walk away from this. And Megan was like, all right, fine. Give me a hundred thousand. I'm out of here. <laughs> wow, that is uh, going for the best you can, I guess. And she got, she got what she got. I think that's kind of the Megan Fox mantra. I got what I got. So I see where our friends over at uh, Purdue Pharma, the OxyContin maker, uh, won court approval for a four point five billion dollar bankruptcy settlement that shields the Sackler family from future lawsuits over their role in that opioid epidemic. Yeah, the we you know of course they're accused of fueling the opioid epidemic and so it was uh, dissolved. Uh, the judge conditionally approved a wide-ranging bankruptcy settlement and it will distribute more than 4 billion over about nine years to fund drug treatment and prevention programs. But uh, a lot of the critics are saying, what? You mean the Sacklers still get money? They were paid billions during this opioid epidemic. And now they're going to be shielded from future related lawsuits? No, they have to be broken living on the street. Damn them. So we'll see if that actually comes to fruition because the people that are angry at uh, the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma um, want them to live in squalor for what they allegedly took part in. So, more fun with the uh, coming for the Sacklers. <laughs> uh, they got to be burying money out in the backyard uh, real soon because the world is coming for them. Sadly, sadly, the world is coming for them. No question. Did you see... The number of passengers 
screened at U.S. airports fell to its lowest level since May 11th. Wow. And so, of course, the travel dip is common in fall when kids go back to school. Is it? Is it really? Because, I don't know, you know, maybe that's true. But I will say this, that uh, we keep hearing all kinds of stories about people getting in trouble on airlines, and it doesn't make you want to fly. Uh, it doesn't make you want to fly if you have to be vaccinated, you have to wear a mask, you have to be treated like sheep, and you have to keep your mouth shut. Don't you dare. Don't you dare complain about anything. Okay? You just shut up, go over there and sit down in your seat, and we'll take you where you're going, maybe. If we've got enough gas or if we can get there on time, we might take you to another city for a little while and then we'll take you to the city you're supposed to be at. We might take you to the wrong city and tell you to get off this plane and good luck finding another plane to take you to the city that you wanted to go. But really, it's COVID-19's fault. And, uh, but it's, you know, kids are back to school. (laughs) I mean, people just are not flying. So I was looking at the numbers, the TSA turnstile numbers, And in 2019, pre-pandemic, we had just under 2 million uh, yesterday, the 1st of September. uh, 1,889,044 people through the turnstile. And then last year, 578,131. I mean, nobody. And that was good for last year, 500,000. Right, I mean, holy cow, because it got down to what was it, a hundred thousand, something like that, in March, April. Yeah, in the first part of April. <laughs> holy cow! I, the lowest it got was eighty-seven thousand. Wow, I mean, there for a while, for for quite a while, it was a hundred thousand between 87,000 and, you know, 110, 120,000. Wow. So, I mean, 500,000 in 2020 last year was like, ooh, hey, we're coming back. And then this year was a million five, one million four hundred thousand sixty-five, one million four hundred sixty-five thousand one hundred and ninety-seven through the turnstile yesterday. That's not bad, but of course they need more and it's not nearly going to be enough and they need more government money and we need to be taken care of and you need to do that. And on top of taking your tax dollars and keeping these airlines uh, in business, you need to get to the airline eight hours ahead of time. You need to stand in line. You need to shut your mouth and you need to put your mask on and you need to go back on the plane and sit down and shut up. That's what you need to do, okay? I can't figure out why people don't want to fly, though. And more and more, people are getting shut down if you even think about talking about anything that isn't getting the vaccine. Um, we talked about it you know, many times. Sure, you've got a choice, but your choice is get the vaccine and shut up or just shut up. We, there was a, the head guy, the CEO of Sweetgreen, Jonathan Neiman, he posted on LinkedIn and uh, he said that uh, no vaccine or mask will save us from COVID-19. He argued that the pandemic isn't going anywhere anytime soon and that we should focus on overall health and combating things like processed foods and obesity instead of infections. What? 
How dare you? Now, look, I am not the picture of health. I got that. <laughs> but I do know that overall health is some of the most important things, right? Uh, I get it. Now, the CDC, we've found obesity does somewhat increase the risk of being hospitalized from COVID. Does it? No kidding. But vaccines have been shown to reduce the risk of hospitalization by 80%. Oh, okay. Well, what about the other 20%? Are they um, are they obese? Oh, we're not going to talk about that. Never mind. I don't want to talk about that. So uh, a lot of the critics called out uh, Mr. Sweetgreen CEO. Uh, COVID deaths, uh, blaming it on obesity. That's using a flawed BMI index to justify his views. Um, wait, what? Yeah, and he talked about uh, we should not eat processed foods. Well, are you kidding me? Uh, that hurts lower income people. Does it? Okay, fine. No problem. Um, you got me. Uh, forget about overall health. Don't talk about that at all. The guy is the CEO of Sweet Green. I know they're you know supposed to, supposed to go public, so we've got to find something to beat him up on. But they're inspiring healthier communities. That's what it's about, okay? <laughs> it serves as salads. It's a fast, casual restaurant chain. Are you kidding me? And all the headlines are, Sweetgreen CEO thinks salads work better than vaccines. That's not what he said. It's just incredible. And then we have Reddit shutting down a forum on their site because these people on this, <laughs> they were talking about <laughs> not getting the vaccine. Those anti-COVID-19 vax content people. I hate them. So it uh, they went dark uh, because people complained. People on other Reddit sites, subreddit sites, complained and apparently went dark to protest Reddit not doing anything about the anti-vax subcontext. I, I what's the big if you're a if you're a, a subreddit, what does it matter if another subreddit posts about not taking the vaccine? I don't understand. I really don't. I don't understand the whole shutting down of communication. And then I you know, we just want people to shut up. I mean, look at Joe Rogan just taking a beating, a beating, because he said he had COVID-19 and he had to rearrange his stand-up schedule. The guy's been on the road. He's working. He said he got home. He was feeling weary. I had a headache. I felt run down. Uh, the symptoms progressed throughout the evening. The next day, I tested positive for COVID-19. Now, okay, so he's positive for COVID-19. Now, I don't know if Joe had the uh, vaccine. Probably not, I'm guessing, but I don't know. And so uh, he talks about, we threw the kitchen sink at it all. All kinds of meds. He took a Z-Pack. He took uh, prednisone. He took ivermectin. Oh my gosh, not ivermectin. And so because he took an ivermectin, we have to badmouth the whole thing. He also took all kinds of vitamins. He was on a, he was on a vitamin drip. And he took a lot of zinc and D, which many medical professionals will tell you is good. But because he took ivermectin, the whole thing gets shut down and he has to just be shut up. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, because ivermectin, you know that. <laughs> that treats parasitic worms in horses. You know that, right? How dare a human being take it? Yeah. Now, I was talking to my doc. We might, I think I talked about it yesterday, too. It's just this whole ivermectin thing drives me insane. If something is going to help people get better, then why not use it? I don't understand. It doesn't mean that something else isn't going to help either. I, I don't get it. And the whole thought behind, I mean, we have, we have television hosts, television hosts screaming on their television shows, don't go to the hospital when you get sick if you're unvaccinated. Are you kidding me? I thought hospitals were for the sick. Well, that's what they were supposed to be for, Don Lemon. Are you freaking kidding me? And then we have the CDC, which, you know, of course, they're, they, they care about you. Uh, they, they do. And they specifically care about everyone in America, including the unvaccinated. But, you know, we care about the vaccinated more. So if you're unvaccinated and, you know, we've got the holiday weekend coming up. <laughs> uh, yeah, why don't you just stay home if you're unvaccinated? Don't you dare go outside of your house. No, 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 no. We don't want any of that. Okay. So if you're unvaccinated, stay home. You, you know, in fact, don't even go outside your house. I don't even want to see you. <laughs> I, you know what we're going to do is we're going to knock on your door and find out, hey, are you vaccinated or not? You're not? All right, we're just going to, we're going to put some yellow tape here on your door. <laughs> just to let people know that you're unvaccinated because we don't want you to leave your house or go outside unless you're vaccinated. And remember, I told you that what's going to happen is they, are, you're going to go get vaccinated because you're going to get, they're either going to drag you out of your house to get the vaccine or you're going to decide, you know what, fine, I'll go get the vaccine. And you're still going to be part of the people that, uh, you, you didn't get it in the beginning. We had to tell you, to, we had to go out of our way to get you to get it. We had to drag you out of your house to get the vaccine. I know, but I already got it. Yeah, but Whew, man, you didn't do it the first time around. So, man, we, you know, we know what? We don't like you. That's what it is. We don't like you. So just get back in your house and shut up. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.